The story of the life and conversion of St. Paul is like the tale of two semesters. The first half of his life, the fall semester, it's the story of Paul, the Jewish believer. He gets all A's studying and living out very zealously everything prescribed for the Jewish people in the Old Testament. And that's why he persecutes the first Christians, because he thinks they're totally ruining everything that the Jewish faith stands for. The spring semester, the second half of his life, completely different. Now it's Paul the Apostle, a believer and preacher of precisely what he was seeking to destroy. He is now one of the leaders of the very movement he was trying to eliminate, and he himself will be killed for having professed his faith in Christ Jesus. Okay, so what happened? Well, you could say he had a very, very dramatic Christmas break. It's fitting that this year, the first day of the semester today, falls on the same day the church celebrates the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. So what happens is he's out on the road going to persecute Christians, as is his penchant, and all of a sudden there's a great light. That light shines all around him. He falls to the ground, and he hears the voice of Jesus saying, Why are you persecuting me? The event is so profound that it changes everything. All that he was, all that he cared about, basically died. And it's like he's born anew. Like he dies and rises again, having encountered the risen Lord. Okay, so I imagine your Christmas break a little more ordinary than this, right? <laughs> That's okay. Mine was too. Even though Paul receives something so profound and extraordinary, this encounter with Jesus, he himself still needed to do something very ordinary. He needed the ordinary stuff. Okay, after this encounter, what does he do? He gets baptized. He's still, he's, he has heard the voice of Jesus from heaven, and he still needs to go get baptized like everybody else. Throughout his life as a believer, Paul, he still had to do the ordinary things you and I do every day. He needed to pray, mass, the sacraments. There's always a temptation, I think, to, to wish for something spectacular to happen to us in our spiritual life. Like, in my holy imagination, I, I wish I could be one of those saints who's given visions of, of our Lord or Our Lady. I would love to be a visionary like at Lourdes or Fatima. Wouldn't you? And yet, you know, to get to heaven, the sure way, the ordinary means of our salvation that lies in doing what we do every day, confession and mass, those sacraments, prayer, the rosary, the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. And we don't, we don't need something extraordinary. What we need is what comes so ordinarily. And it's so ordinary that we take it for granted. But particularly on a feast day like this, this great feast of the conversion of St. Paul, he helps us recognize 
that there is something profound and extraordinary in this ordinary path carved out for us by Christ, given to his church, for us and our, for our salvation. We, we can and should trust that the ordinary stuff, the ordinary means, really works and can really get us home where St. Paul is enjoying the eternal blessedness of heaven. St. Paul the Apostle, pray for us.